What's going on, gamers? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer, and thank you for joining me for this Graveyard Shift. Now, this is the episode where I talk about what I've been playing over the past week and kind of give you an idea of what's to come. Well, let me just say that the end of the last Graveyard Shift, I said I was stopping Watch Dogs, and I did that. I, I did. I just had to walk away. Hey, man, you know, I said it in the last episode. I'll say it now. Had I played it before I played Legions, maybe I would have liked it more. Maybe I would have got into it. Whatever it may be, it just didn't hit right. Doesn't mean it's a bad game. Just didn't hit right for me. So I kept up to it. I moved on. Where did I move on to next? Well, I went back to another older game. And this time I pulled out Resident Evil. See, I have been wanting to replay Resident Evil 4 for years. Ever since they ported it to the PS3, I wanted to get it all the time throughout the PS4 generation. Every time it was on sale, I came so close to buying it. Finally picked it up over a year ago. It's been sitting on the backlog. Couldn't wait to get to it. But there was a problem, gamers. It's a good problem, but there was a problem. And that was that long rumored, we kind of had it confirmed, but we hadn't seen it in action. We finally started seeing a little bit of the Resident Evil 4 remake. And I got to tell you, if there is two games that I have loved over the last couple years, that is the Resident Evil 2 and the Resident Evil 3 remake. So knowing that Resident Evil 4, one of the best games of the PS2 GameCube generation, one of the best Resident Evil games is getting a full-on remake in the same vein as those two other awesome remakes. Gamers, that's the version I have to play. I did play Resident Evil 4 way, way back in 2005, so it's not like I don't have any experience with the game. So I, I've done it before. I was just really wanting to replay it, but that remake just made me go, nope, that's what I want to play. However, I still had to scratch that itch, right? I've had the game in my backlog for a year. I couldn't just be like, all right, yeah, just forget this. I had to play. I decided, you know what? I'm just going to play until I get to the first typewriter, as long as that is through that first village fight, right? Like... And that's how it is. You start off in the game, you have a little story, and then you start exploring in a village. And you start with a house, and you see a guy, and he's holding a hatchet, and you're trying to get his attention. Man, he just attacks you. You gotta take him out. And then all of a sudden, you're surrounded by more enemies, and you're sitting there, like, hopefully shooting him in the head or, or taking him out, because they, they take a couple bullets. You know, this isn't one headshot and they're down. Like, they take a few, man. Or what's really cool about this game, and I think this was, like, one of the first games to really kind of highlight that, is if they're coming at you, you shoot them in their leg, man, they'll. They'll drop to one knee or drop to the ground. Or if they're holding an axe and you shoot that hand, like they'll drop the axe. I thought that was so cool back in the day. Still really cool now. Got past that. Get into the village part. And that's when things go crazy, man. This bell rings. And, man, all these villagers start coming at you. And they're just, like, chasing you. And, man, it, it's tough. The controls are definitely diff dated. I will say that. They're definitely dated. It's not as smooth. The right stick is just for aiming your gun. The left stick is, is total movement and also controlling the actual um, the character as well and the camera. So it, it's not as smooth now, right? Like where now you hold down the aim button and that's how you control the side of the gun. It's, it's different in that one. So a little bit tough to get to. Not impossible. I definitely could see like after spending, you know, maybe... 30 minutes or an hour like playing the game you'd really kind of get the smoothness of it and be back to it but definitely a little bit more dated is probably the best word to describe it than the recent resident evils especially the last two remakes which i've absolutely loved so i did what i said i was going to do i got all the way to where that bell rings and all the villagers stop attacking you and always kind of go away and after that i went to the next area there was a typewriter and i saved it right there again i gotta be honest with you i wanted to keep going but Kind of like, you know what, I've waited 17 years to replay this game at this point. I'm going to wait one more year and play the full-on remake because, man, Capcom has just been doing amazing with their remakes of the Resident Evil series. So I can't wait to see. Plus, I've also heard that they're going to be doing a few things differently in this game. So I'm interested to see 
what they do, how they change it. I've read a few things on Reddit, for example, that pointed out like, hey, if you look in this part of the trailer, it actually looks like an insignia from Resident Evil Village. So that could be really cool if they start trying to tie them in. Oh man, love to see it if they do that. Next, I went to The Warriors, that classic PS2 Rockstar game, the beat-em-up brawler. I definitely have always wanted to go back to it. I rented it when it first came out, never beat it. So I decided, you know what, got it on PS3, and it was just not a good port. I've talked about those ports, the Rockstar ports on PS3. Ooh, they were not great. But the PS4 version, a lot better. Now, I've got a review coming out this week. Definitely some caveats I have to talk about with the PS5 playing the Warriors. However, I will tell you, and I'll just put it out there, Definitely had a good time playing the game. But is it a remember, meaning, hey, you guys want to probably not play this, just look up some videos online, it probably doesn't hold up as well, or is it a relive, like, hey, go out and play this game now? That you'll have to find out this coming Wednesday when I drop that review. So what did I move to next? Gamers, I decided to play Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands. That is a Prince of Persia game that I dabbled in very lightly when it first came out, and also... It's the only one that I can get my hands on. And I've told you guys ever since my good friend Hulking Yoda over at Lost at Sea Gaming Podcast right here on Anchor has talked about Prince of Persia. I've been wanting to play one. So I went. I was able to rent it where I'm at right now. And I'm a little over halfway through. What's my thoughts on it? I'm going to tell you this right now. This is going to sound really odd, really weird. May change as I complete the game and do some more stuff. But I started off really, really loving the game. As I've continued playing the game... For the most part, everything does okay. I'd say gameplay is, is pretty good. It's not perfect, but it's pretty good. But I will say the game feels slightly hollow. The best way I can word it. it. It seems like after the 2008 Prince of Persia, they knew they wanted to go back to the original Prince of Persia storyline, the original Prince, and kind of go with that. And maybe they were in the planning stages, and Disney said, hey, we got a movie coming out. Why don't you put a game out? And Ubisoft put a game out. Now, that's not to say this game feels rushed. It's definitely not a movie tie-in, but I definitely think they wanted to time it with the release of the movie. So in the planning stages, they said, what can we accomplish to get it out at this time? You know, this is not like, hey, let's rush this out. Let's follow the movie's plot. This is, hey, we want a Prince of Persia game, but where are some sacrifices so that we can get a good quality game out in, you know, this time frame? And I think that's what we got here. It just, there's just a hollowness to it. I'm sure when I complete the game... In the review, I'll kind of get more into it, but I can't really put my finger on it. It's just, I don't know, it, it, it's lacking something. Like, the story just feels like it's just kind of a here story. You know what it feels like? It feels like if this game would have came out on PSP and been a PSP-exclusive title, that's what it feels like. Again, not in the gameplay, not in the graphics, just in the story and the, I don't know, the reason it exists type deal. Very odd, very odd me playing this game and, and how I'm feeling, but that's kind of where I'm at with it. What else did I play? I played one more game. This was just kind of throwaway. This was Sunday night. Like, okay, I've played, you know, four or five hours of Prince of Persia today. I want to do something different. This game's been on my mind recently. I decided to put in Max Payne 3. Look, when Max Payne 3 came out, I absolutely loved the game. I thought it was a ton of fun. Over the years, I've put it and played a level here or there, and I just can't help but say it is just like... You know what? Metal Gear Solid 4. Those two games hold up so well. Max Payne 3, Metal Gear Solid 4, two different games, but they're PS3 era games. Obviously, Max Payne came out also in the 360, but they just hold up well in their respective genres. Max Payne 3 is just a blast. There's so many guns to use. There's so much smart action. 
It's not ridiculous. You want to use cover. You want to use the dive at the right time. The enemies are smart. They're not just like, hey, shoot me, shoot me. They will take you out. And the level design is awesome. I had a ton of fun with it. The story is really good. Even playing through it like over time and just kind of remembering what was going on. It's just like, man, like Rockstar really nailed the noir feel of Max Payne and just his quips and the things he said. Oh, it's just such a great script. I got to tell you, I only played one level. Absolutely loved my time with it. I would easily say the only thing that I remember having a complaint about Max Payne 3 when I played it the first time, obviously this is well before I did a podcast or any kind of reviews out, I'll say that I felt like the levels went a little long. That's not to say that the game in and of itself is too long or that there's a whole lot negative there. It's just that sometimes it feels like you're in one level a little too much. You know, a nice break every once in a while really kind of refreshes the player. You know, a nice break every once in a while really kind of refreshes the player. And I, I do think that happened here. The level I played, though, was just a ton of fun. Uh, definitely worth picking up and playing. If you have the option and you never played it, maybe it's on the new PlayStation Plus. Maybe it's on Game Pass. I don't know, but definitely worth checking out. Well, gamers, I'll tell you what's coming next. Not 100% sure. I think the next game I'm going to play is probably Shinmu 3. I think it's time to go ahead and do that. That's the last game that I consider in my backlog. So once I complete that, then I just move on to... Yakuza Like a Dragon, which I'm stoked for. But gamers, I would love to know your thoughts on the games that I played and the games that I'm thinking about playing. You can find me at thegraveyardgamer@gmail.com, thegraveyardgamer on Instagram, or thegraveyardg on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.